Go Loud presents Read the Room. Go Loud! Oh no, Ray Winston. I told you, that opening scene of Sexy Beast, which is meant to be repellent, where he's lying there and you hear... sizzling. Love it. Oh, I tell you, I would. Oh, Maya. It's so... No. 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 You can't tell me what I like and don't like. Paddy and Daddy say no. Hi, I'm Maya Dunphy. Hello there, my name is Pat Courtney and you're listening to Read The Room. I need to put on my glasses to read this. And I'm Paddy Courtney and you're listening to Read The Room. This is a podcast where we pull apart the people, the scenarios, the companies and the stories of the week where somebody through either dumb luck or just being a diddly diddle doodle dose <laughs> failed to do just that. You know what, Paddy? I was just thinking the other day. Oh, Jesus, don't do that, please. Let me get my helmet and my gum shield. Okay, that's fair, it's fair. Having kids is a bit like the flat I once stayed in in college. Yeah. Well, overpriced. No, nobody sleeps. Everything's broken. There's a lot of throwing up all the time. True that. So I guess we're chatting chiselers this week then? Yep. The etiquette that goes oh. with having them. Kids and etiquette. Good luck with that, Mary Poppins. Kids, okay, do you know what? On the way in here, I parked the car and the space of parking the car and getting out of the car, I saw the polar opposites of being a parent and there was a screaming child being dragged and shouted at by both its parents into a car and they got like Sorry, took to sounds like a kidnapping. <laughs> oh fuck there was a kidnapping shit. God. Okay, right, maybe I need to report that. <laughs> okay. They pulled out of that space, kids still screaming the back the windows down oh, like so that everybody God, like I, I've no idea what was going on and then a car pulled immediately into that space and a couple of parents and a couple of kids got out whistling and laughing and just thinking, so I, 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 like, I don't know what was going on in either scenario. I was wondering, is the leaving of town or you're taking the toys away, the toys being town away from the child, is that where they were crying and oh. the other kids are whistling because they're on their way into town? I don't I know. Went, my I don't heart know. broke for... There is no rhyme, the reason group. or logic about kids, Jesus. but it's... Um, it's a it's an emotive controversial thing you know and I think we're, we're balanced here because oh. I'm a parent and you're what? a non-parent I never, did I ever mention no, that no. not only that I'm a bloody single parent oh, it's pain Jesus, that's worse or but uh, I have been I have been blessed with a, a middle-aged man for a child so and what a boy I'm very lucky but nothing divides a room like are children welcome? The conversation around kids or no kids. And, you know, which came first, the child so or the no child welcome sign? So you go it's, back to, like, you know, ch- kids... Remember that th- saying years ago, uh, kids should be uh, seen, seen and, and not, not heard. heard. And Which is awful. Like, I presume like that's Victorian times yeah, where like, rich people had nannies and you didn't see your kids so they were dressed full sound of music in their pyjamas at six o'clock. Well, that which is bullshit. That was seen and heard oh, yeah. by, like across town like at the other. But like it is uh, that, do you know like, what, we, we should kid, give kids a voice and just you know talk about there's one of these things that I, I heard now and I know Marilyn Manson has gone revealed to be an awful dodgy whore um, for different things he's done but I remember during the Columbine and this sticks with me all the time. The, the thing that the Columbine video, Bowling for Columbine, yeah. and uh, about that horrible school shooting. And I remember, because a, lo- a lot of parents blamed his music on these kids going up, like, you know, listening yeah, to this I music remember, and showed yeah. to school, but they were just broken children. Anyway, uh, the Michael Moore asked him, he said, well, you know, what would you say to those kids if, you know, just, you know, talk to them now? And he goes, I wouldn't say anything. I'd listen. And I went, that's, 
that's that's what we need to do more is listen to kids and that's so that that's why that phrase popped into my head without thinking about kids should be seen and not heard I said we should listen to kids and that's how we learn from <coughs> yeah. the, the next generation we don't know it all we're always going to learn from the next generation yeah but also kids are kids they will be kids they need guidance they need rules they need routine they need all that correction and direction they also do not always need to be in a room with adults 100% and that's I a agree. fact and even as somebody who is a parent right. there are times when I don't want to be around kids it doesn't mean you want your kids around you all the time and I was kind of thinking back over like now family friendly restaurants are a big thing and you know kids are kind of welcome (laughs) in so many different places but so much so that parents sort of take umbrage when their kids are not welcome somewhere and you think the same way that dogs aren't welcome everywhere. Like, I'm not comparing dogs to... Yes, I am comparing kids to dogs, actually. <laughs> Some kids I'm are really hairy and little waggly tails. And if you go right back to the dawn of time, or to the dawn of restaurants... And look, let's be honest. It used to be predominantly men eating it. And I think that it's to do with, you know, as women started working more. I mean, look, in this country, up until 1975, if you were a woman in the civil service when you got married, you had yeah. to give up your job. So it wasn't even an option. So you were at home with your kids. And you know what? Arguably, raising the next generation is the most important job that anybody will ever do. You know, it's one thing to... Unpaid. Get to your... Yeah, to get to old age oh, and go, Mickey yeah, money, I had yeah, making money. Yeah, I love that. I love that. A term. taxi man even mentioned that the other day. He said, oh, "I love going to Tomangos. I love. I used to love going to Tomangos on a Tuesday night." And I was there going, "Why?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll get there, making money. I was there going, "Oh, oh man, you are God. not fucking oh, hell!" Like it's just like staring. Like oh, Jesus, like making money. Yeah, children's allowance for anybody. Children's uh, allowance who doesn't know what we're talking about would barely yeah. cover the no cost of it. What, what is children's? Uh, it's a hundred and forty euro a month. A month? Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. Like, you know, uh, sorry, government, you keep it. You seem to need it more than me. That's like giving a shit tip to someone. I know. 140 quid a month. Like, yeah, it's proper. I'll go to the movies by myself. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, that's a whole other conversation around going back to school and the cost of books Jeez. and uniforms and everything. It's more than 140 euro for that month, I can tell you. But anyway... But I think as more women started building careers, had less time in the home, they also wanted to be going out to eat. They wanted to bring their kids. And that's why we have family-friendly restaurants. But it is also okay to have non-kid-friendly restaurants. Yeah. And the same with, I was away in June. We can all June. together, can't we? We can. And there was, we passed this hotel that said, adults only. And it was my dad who said, he goes, I've never heard of an adults only hotel. Is that a thing? And it's always Bound been a thing. Wow, wow. <laughs> in Amsterdam, was it? <laughs> this is actually in Malaga. But there's always been, it's just, it's not always so obviously written on the on the front. I think because this was a, this was a place that was a lot, had a lot of kids around. Kind of like they the wanted to make sure that people weren't going to yeah. walk in for a drink with their kids. There was another hundred places on the seafront you can go with your kids. This wasn't one of them. And the people on the terrace of this hotel, they wouldn't be a great selling, but there would be a great ad for All the right. place. They were, oh. Yeah, it was kind of swingers territory, but anyway, no, there wasn't. It was fine. But it was the same with when I remember going to Thailand 15 years ago with a boyfriend and we actively looked for a hotel that was adults only. And he had nieces. I loved his nieces. I liked kids. But I wanted to go on holiday where there wasn't, there wasn't kids doing bombs into the pool. Like you just And that's fine. You just, you pays your money. Yeah. You, what's the phrase? He pays take, your money. It takes your chance. That's not what I want to say. He you pays your money, you make your choices. Is that a phrase? Oh, okay, right. Yeah. You pay your money, you can throw your own child. Well, here's the, the thing. Pool. It's a bit like having a wedding. If you are paying for everyone's drink and food, you get to say who comes. That is such a divisive we- issue, we- weddings and kids. I, for one, would be totally 
totally against kids at a wedding. Yeah. Unless you are the kids of the people getting married. They're, yeah. Like they're, they're, they've got to go. But then some people take umbrage to the fact that are you not inviting little Johnny and Jennifer and go, no, I don't want them See, there. I don't think it is divisive. To me, it's black and white. Oh, I don't you think are, really yeah, and there's, 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 there's entire columns in Reddit and there's online forums which says people who don't ask kids their weddings are really, really selfish. I think these people are paying thousands mm-hmm. for there for a once in a lifetime ish day so <laughs> they, they they are not obliged to invite your children yeah. having children at a wedding changes the whole of dynamic it of it and I just you know, the money Uncle Paddy has to spend yeah. oh here you go here's another 20 oh yeah. here you go another well you I had a friend who, who did who, who was uh, and I, you know, I got married in Spain so I was able to say no kids and people accepted that but a friend of mine who got married here fairly recently and she was really tough about it and she said on the invite no kids and she got a call from one of her friends saying um, I've actually never left my kids anybody else and I'd be really reluctant to so I'm sure you understand you know I can't leave them at home she went oh yeah I know I do and we'll really miss you Brilliant. <laughs> it's like That's shut exactly it down how, yeah. and obviously your friend was looking for it just like okay we'll make an exception yeah. she's like I'm sorry we'll miss you and they still speak it's fine but the yeah. girl was really People polite get over it like I think there's yeah. almost the initial ooh, build up to like you know who's going to say this you know, the, the table plan of don't put me sitting with kids Jesus Christ it's just like you know I don't want to be there but you're fun you're great and great you know what else I don't get my... drunk you know, like kids shouldn't see adults drunk that, that's my take on it as yeah, well you should be able to let your hair down at yeah. your friend's wedding and not have to get, also it's kind of irresponsible then because everyone's drunk at midnight kids oh, are still so, up and they're yeah. kind of eating leftover bits of cake and, and also like, people don't really, aren't really aware of how much weddings cost until they have one maybe it costs 80, 90 euro a head for each person you've invited which is more than buying someone dinner and the rest depending yeah. where you are and it probably costs 50 or 60 for the kids who will sit there with a plate of pasta and Kids menu. Ruin the kids fun menu. for There's oh, a thing I as well. I, I look, there's certain kids' menus in certain places that I would prefer to mm, have absolutely. than the thing. And like, I've just thought of how I'm going to get around it now. They always refuse me. They all, like, I'm only a little fella. So I don't have a big appetite. So I always go, lads, can I have the fucking the fish fingers and chips, please? And go like, no, you can't. It's so like, like, it's like the so kid with the beard is back my again. My kid's going to put money in the car to pay for parking. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do from now on. So there's your the trick. Your kid Everybody is paying the, for your parking. parking. <laughs> He's the only one with a it's job. Pouring rain <laughs> outside. Yeah. Podcasts don't pay. People don't do podcasts. <laughs> we we should do a whole podcast on kids' menus, the history of them. I mean, in the, France, they don't. Well, they didn't used to have kids' oh, menus. Really? They just did kind of half portions of the normal Nothing. menu. What do they call What's a menu in France? Le menu. What menu enfant? Yeah, it's quite simple. Yeah. Um, but they, like they, oh, they, my little bearded child. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. But the 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 philosophy was no, like if you give children different simple food, they will grow up with different simple tastes. So just give them the same food and less of it. And I swore I'd be that kind of mum. Go, no, no, he'll eat everything I eat. We're in the beige food territory. All I right, just I caved. If you eat I your caved. beige, you'll get your Haribo. I know, I know, <laughs> yeah. it's terrible. But there is, there's an entire show Don't to be done on kids. Ah, oh, no, do you know what? Just, you choose your battles. Yeah. That is my, I, the phrase I live by now, choose your battles every that's single day. Nice. But look, parents obviously think their own kids are the best. It's the way nature intended. Otherwise, we would eat them or we wouldn't, the world just wouldn't keep turning. But not everybody has to think your kid is the best thing in the world. And not everybody has to pay for dinner and a restaurant to be sitting beside your kid. And you know what really bugs me? People say, oh, no, 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 no. But my kids are really well behaved. And you go, they're not. I've seen them. They're, they're well, not really well behaved. I've got to say, well as behaved. a non-parent, having, having a conversation with somebody and it just stops halfway through. And I know parents have to be parents and they've got to parent their child and they've got to like correct them, direct them, look after them and take care of them. But like some 
shit they're, they're looking for which is better yellow or blue and I go like I'm, I'm kind of pouring my heart out to hear about something and they go can you just pause those tears for a second little Johnny yeah yellow looks better than you let's get back to Paddy he's crying over it something's really important go fucking put your kid in the bin for a minute and just let me continue this conversation it's that type of stuff the interruption of life yeah that's you know and I'll, I'll get it in the neck for this but I'm just saying from my point of view and people who don't have kids don't inflict your kids I know. on us. And playing devil's advocate, playing devil's advocate for a second. There are times when we all need to be a bit sympathetic and empathetic towards parents. And for example, if a parent is flying solo um, on a plane with a with a kid oh who's upset, they're not they're the not there thing. for the crack. They're there yeah. like you because they have to or want to get somewhere. Same in a supermarket if a kid's having a meltdown and crying on the floor. Just have a bit of heart. There are times when we have to show each other a bit of solidarity and say, "Are you all right? Can I help you? Can I get your bag yeah. down for you?" No, Just I do be do nice. That. I have done that. Yeah, well. I'm sure. Sometimes you, and even, go, I'm grand. I'm okay. Other times, and even go, before I had my son, I could see the stress in like a woman's eyes flying in a row with a baby going I said can I help you can I grab your bag getting off the plane and sometimes you, I'd be hung over and tired going fuck you know I hope the thing yeah. doesn't cry and it would cry and nobody would die it was yeah. fine so there are times you have to suck it up but you don't always have to suck it up and you don't well, have to put up at your wedding bars. at your restaurant in a, in a bar kids in bars like, kill me gosh. kids in bars are to me like in our day we were left in the car leave them in the car <laughs> <laughs> bottle of TK red exactly. lemonade and then you'd be bang, bing, bang, bing, bing all over the car. Just well, that's the thing. When we were kids... We were never pub people. When, see, yes. my parents weren't pub people. But I do have co- kind of nice memories, occasional memories of kind of, of adult soirees. You know, people would come round and you'd be kind of nicking bits of food and the smell of like cigarettes and perfume and the adults getting louder and you go, I wonder why they're getting so loud. And that's kind of good for kids as well, I think, but not... All the time, but Why no, I carrots on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Just they're Jesus. like that was like to be fair. We've copped on from them. That's that's the seventies and the eighties yeah. growing up. That like you know, just come on, try a cigarette. Come on, have a little cigarette. <laughs> yeah. Let him take a picture of there with a, like a, a major, like ten number six, and fucking a Guinness in his hand. That's and, like, still funny. That's still funny. <laughs> I've got a picture of my son and his little pals and they're in a hot tub holding cans of Carlsberg. Because <laughs> it's funny! It's funny. It is. Until they go, until you have to wrestle it with their hands like, give us just a one, man. Just, I'll, I'll go up after this. You can't have it. And there was, there was a comedian who tweeted, you showed me that tweet oh, during we, the week. Can we read out this? Um, it's Matt Ford. It's it? Matt Ford. So Paddy, read this one out. Because this drives me mad. This, so, oh, I'm, I'm trying to hear this. Oh. So anyway, so someone brought, the, this is Matt Ford's tweet of the uh, August 16th, one twenty. 9pm Someone brought their baby to my show last night Sadly it derailed large parts of it because they wouldn't do the decent thing and just leave when it started crying I get that it must be tough as a new parent but please don't bring babies to an adult show It's always a problem so, um, okay, see, I, I'll continue on just okay. to give him this kind of right of reply. I realise this sounds a bit whiny, but it's just to make sure it doesn't happen again. It's like someone's phone continually ringing and them not turning it off. I've had so many messages from people who were at last night's show who were very polite about the fact that it pissed them off. Very polite about the fact that it pissed, pissed them, them off. off. I like but that. But you need to know, like, if you've paid the money to a show... You don't want a screaming kid. Like a screaming kid is like a phone. To me, it's like a phone. It's exactly the same thing. Yeah. So, so, and it turns out it was a dad. Oh. It was a dad. So I think if you read through, there was thousands of answers. Like at this stage, there's nearly 5,000 answers. Silly, silly men. Silly Silly men. But like you rude prick. You rude prick. First of all, that kid shouldn't have been at a show. The noise level of of, of people laughing, clapping and cheering that this newborn child, that is like, 
that's tantamount abuse. Uh, it out, exposure arguably, to, to it that, is. That and you know what? There are options for parents. Don't I mean, I love the cinema. I think parent. I told you before. There are there oh, are mother and baby. I say mother, parent and baby oh. screaming uh, screenings, and <laughs> the, but there's mother and <laughs> mother there's baby screaming as well. Like, there you go. Why? Why? And you go along in the morning and all the regular movies are shown and you can breastfeed and you can do whatever you need to do and the lights are a little bit higher and the sound is a bit lower. So no normal non-parent is going to go to that. Although I did. <laughs> I used to go in London and there was one day, the, there was only about six of us there. They were all, all women and all kind of sitting in different rows. And this usher came in. He's like, excuse me, excuse me. And I just heard, sir, yeah. And there was one fella and I don't think he was a creep. I think he had just saw 11 o'clock showing of Joy, oh, whatever no. film you were seeing, and he was sitting down the back. Because there were kind of women breastfeeding and kids crying, they just thought, mm, you really shouldn't be in here, sir. So oh, I still don't know. I didn't turn around whether he was just a pervert. You just heard, oh, Jesus, oh, Maya. That was Maya, by the way. That was Maya, by he, the way. He's not breastfeeding. Oh! <laughs> he really loves this film. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the point is, there are, this is the good thing about having a kid later in life like I did. You never feel like you've missed out. So there were times that I have friends saying, we're going to a gig, we're going to the show, we're going to a restaurant, we're doing something, can you come? And I go, I actually can't. But I don't yeah. sit at home and go, fuck, 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 I'm missing out because I've had 20 years of doing all that shit. I'll tell you what I, I but did. there are people who don't do that. This is the thing, like, and, I, and, I, and I know them, I've seen them, and like, yeah. open up Twitter and you talk about that. These people who kind of... Don't believe that, oh, my life's not going to change when I get a child. It has to change. It has to change. You can't keep going to the pub. You can't keep going, I'll just have this cheeky line, that's great. You can't do this, (laughs) that. You can't. If it doesn't change, you are a terrible parent. Yeah. Let's be honest. You shouldn't be a parent. So give your child to somebody who who will be a proper parent to them. So, like, and just forego those few years. Just for the sake of the child. I think a lot of the time, I'll be honest, it comes from fear. And when I was pregnant, you feel that way. You go, this won't change anything, this won't change anything. And you're terrified. And then you realise, ah, it changes fucking everything. (laughs) But that's fine. That's fine. And embrace this new chapter. Yeah. Exactly. And the thing is, like one thing I hate in anybody or in any work life is, is entitlement. So, you know, there's was, there was two schools of thought here. One is parents are not entitled to bring their kids everywhere. And equally, people without kids are not entitled to have kid-free spaces everywhere. But those things tend to be mutually exclusive, I think. Right. If you're if everyone's playing fairly, like that guy who brought his kids to a comedy gig, presumably in Edinburgh, that yeah. was. Like, that's just a bad idea. And we make mistakes. He should have sat down. Kids, the baby starts crying. He should have gone, I've made a huge mistake. I'll leave. Then everyone would have probably made a bit of a joke yeah. about it. And it's grand. You know what, what happens I mean? at, at funerals and weddings as well? Like, you know, if you're in a church especially and you hear a baby crying, you hear them for a couple of minutes and it's gone. Because the, the chloroform. Parents, yeah. Usually the... <laughs> If I talked over that, she just said chloroform. Um, no, they, they like a parent, usually the mother, poor mother, always had to take the kid outside. And the child is gone, they couldn't get on. Because some people are a recording funeral, A funeral bell. is entirely different because a funeral is a very different scenario. And you know what? I, the first time I was at a funeral, I heard a baby cry. I went, oh my God, how awkward. And it's actually lovely. And for older people there, they say it's a really nice reminder that life goes on when you're a toddler giggling or saying something silly in the quiet part. I think it's quite a nice thing. And I certainly wouldn't, unless the baby was hysterical, I think it's quite nice to hear babies and kids kind of gurgling at funerals. <laughs> With some hands around their necks. No, it's okay. Sorry, the babies are gurgling, the oh, kids right. are... <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so I think we should you should actually some people like if you're if you're listening to this have a, have a look back at the thread. Some people going off at your man for like you know how selfish he is. Really? Not, yeah, yeah. I how thought selfish, people would agree with him. Yeah, no. How how selfish you are for not allowing. I got really. There's one here. Got like as long as you realise this is incredibly sexist. As young breastfed babies can't be left at home. I hope your T's and C's made it clear that no babies are allowed to your show. And if so, surely it is a problem for your doorstep. Or are, are you happy to take people's money then shame them? Oh my God! Somebody actually just wanted to write that. Suck I love. My balls. I'm bringing that out again. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the, like the, you get. You oh, get we one haven't a, had a suck I, my balls yeah, in a while. Get, High five. <laughs> You get one every seven episodes. That wasn't his hand, by the way. <laughs> Good dunk. Um, so, yeah, like, come on. Like, it's but you know what I love? I love that little kind of uh, gender balance when someone says, you know, breastfed babies can't return. And he goes, yeah, it's a bloke. It was yeah. a dad that came. It's like, know, oh, yeah. okay, touche. Yeah, yeah, but come on, but even if the baby was being breastfed, don't bring it to yeah. a gig in yeah. Edinburgh. Like, so go to an afternoon gig or whatever and leave it with... Like, the other all these parent. Like, yeah, well, I bought the tickets long before the kid was born. Oh, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Just, you idiot. That's ridiculous. There's another, there's apparently a growing problem in the workplace now. I think we would all have known that unless you work in a creche, it's not a workplace is not a place to bring your kids but apparently during the pandemic with the sort of relaxed attitude to remember that thing that went viral on BBC when this guy was doing a Zoom oh, right, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, his kids he came in the background in. and everybody was oh it's hilarious that was pre-pandemic now everyone's used to that and everyone accepts that during the lockdown your kids were at home you were trying to keep working the odd time little Johnny would come in and go oh, I want some water people go ah isn't it sweet it was just accepted but now that people are going back to work and a lot of people got they didn't they don't have their childcare anymore or childcare oh, or childcare. nannies went back they can't afford to live in this country anymore and they went back to Eastern Europe and various places so they don't have childcare and apparently there are people now saying if I'm working from home from two days can I bring my, bring my, can I bring my kid to work one of the days oh, I didn't know this was and yeah and there's a lot of kind of uh, no, you know the fact is you know insurance doesn't cover kids in the workplace Fucking and people are now being again, hard to, yeah but the thing is that's just an excuse. I'm sure you could yeah. amend it yeah. to include kids. But you don't want kids in the yeah. office. Whatever about having kids in a restaurant, imagine if you were sitting there trying to do your work and someone's going, oh, look at my yeah, toddler, are they cute? No, no, they're not cute. Also, it's a different environment and yeah. kids love the safety and the comfort of knowing their own environment. Oh, I don't know. Home. When I was a kid, I liked a good canteen though. Ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> more chips there, Maureen. <laughs> Like um, maybe if your maybe if, you, if your mum worked for Google or something. Oh yeah, Jesus! I bring everybody into work oh, that day. Like this it's much. all a scam, though. It's all a scam. Do you remember when Google and those big tech companies opened in Dublin, and everyone said things like, "Oh, but they have subsidised food, and they have a slide going into the canteen, and they have drinks every Friday at Space six o'clock." And you go, "Yeah, it's designed to keep you there. Oh, it's designed to keep in the workplace because if you've got drinks at six o'clock on a Friday, you're not going to go home first. So everything's designed." To keep you in work. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Paddy's just filling out his application form for no. Google. Wouldn't like it. Wouldn't like it. But anyway, the workplace, yeah, it's not it's not like a good, bad boss situation. It's just shouldn't be done. It shouldn't be done, Paddy. But then like I like to be fair, back in the day we couldn't afford going to like us, like we were a big family and we couldn't afford going to restaurants and we always did it on our holiday. So as a group, yeah. as such the big Courtney circus would kind of like offload out of the Fiat one two seven, like it was like a clown car. <laughs> one. Were there, were there, there ever ten then, of you in that one car? No. 
<laughs> Damn. Yeah, because we had to fit the TV in as well. <laughs> Honestly, drive from Dublin down to Galway with so a, someone to a big, stay at home. Know, yeah, big huge. You know, we left two kids at home to bring the telly. Bush TV and two of us in the car, and the boot wouldn't close, so we had to go from Dublin to Galway. And there was no motorway back Aww. then, like with our little legs hanging out, like honk of your horny. <laughs> so then holidays with that. your forty-two inch bush, huh? <laughs> Come on, I had to. I had to. Stick it in the booth. No, you didn't have to. You chose to. <laughs> you did. You know? Read the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, Ed's left, face. Leave the room. Ed's face. It's a mixture of pity and disgust. No, he was just resigned. It's going to happen. He said the word bush. We're entering the bush. <laughs> Phase of the podcast. 42 really. inches. Jesus. Oh. Yeah, yeah, we were well to do back then. And holiday in Galway and chalets. Chalets. But uh, we go to, uh, I think it was the Kyle Moore restaurant. It was just kind of a tape fucking takeaway upmarket takeaway um, and they had indoor seats but I loved it I was always one of those things living to go out to a restaurant with like and again you had the plate of beige food and watching the folks eat their proper dinner but I loved it. the excitement yeah. of going to a restaurant I love eating out as, so as, do as I. an older man I just as an older man as an older man <clears throat> I love but as a out. kid especially like our maybe our grandparents generation you would eat if you went to a wedding or funeral you'd be given food other than that, there were tea rooms and like the hotel, the hotel Sunday lunch. So we'd bring my granny sometimes for Mother's Day or for her birthday or for the communion and you'd go up to the local hotel. And it was a very special occasion. But Wait, now, the kids, and the kids go. And people the, yeah. eat out. Some like Johnny died today, get takeaway. They yeah. eat it all the time. But that's why there are so many options. And then again, so options if, like you're saying, to bring yeah. your kids to this restaurant because they're child friendly and don't bring your kids to the other one because it's not. So it's okay. Yeah, it is. That's, that's, that's what I mean. Entitlement on either side is just very, very misplaced. Have your children and eat. You can't have your children and eat them. Jonathan Swift. <laughs> what was that? A modest proposal. Was it? I don't know. Educate us. Educate. Rita. It was a satirical, um, satirical story by Jonathan Swift sometime in the <clears throat> century. I remember. Um, modest proposal. He, he was suggesting eating the poor, and oh. it was all taken quite seriously. But oh, geez, it was it was a work of satire. <laughs> Right, before we wrap up on the children and the etiquette of taking them out to... Like, it's... Do you bring them to, like, theatres? Do you bring... Like, there are certain... Like, pantomimes is okay for kids to be... Oh, no, it isn't. Oh, yes, it is. (laughs) Um, So it is, like, so... Oh, God, I'm just not a fan of pantomimes. Do you know what? Even as a kid, I couldn't suspend my disbelief. And my son's saying, what to one? He was like, what is... What is this? I can we not go to Chekhov? Yes, we can next week. <laughs> well, I, I, we were never brought to. I remember we went to Lambert Puppet Theatre years ago to see Toad <gasps> of Toad Hall. Like, that's so crack. Pantomime was never our bag. I do have a friend of mine, um, Sarah Jane and Anna. Anna is Panto Queen. She's amazing. I think she's um, reincarnated Twink. I know Twink's not dead, but like she is. <laughs> she is. She is Twink. Ooh. She is the nine-year-old Twink already. Uh, we love you, Anna. So, the, like. Going to Panto, never did it before in my life. And then about five or six years ago, I got a call from Orti Jr. We're going to dig up your character of Digger the Gardener from Digging Diner. Will you host this pantomime? So I didn't know the etiquette of how I to do I forgot you yeah. did that. So I did the, like the, the televised panto on RTE at Christmas, Digger. And basically, the, I think it was uh, the Grinch that stole Christmas or something like that. I think Carl Spain was playing the uh, frosty Grinch. And uh, so it was hilarious. But the thing about it is we only had time. The tech rehearsal went, went on and we recorded as live. I thought we were going to record two runs of it. I didn't know my lines. I uh, working off at an auto queue for the first time in my life. I was all over the place. And then the kids start shouting stuff. And like I didn't realise that like in head in my head I was like, Shut the fuck up. You'd never been to a panto. Never been to a panto. So when the kids start screaming at me, 
It was kind of like reverting back to the stand-up days. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> exactly, you could do that on stage. Don't fancy yours much! <laughs> yeah. Mate, if I have to come down there and I just go like, I'm nine! <laughs> Doesn't matter, you and your mate out. And it's just, but uh, look, when you see it on TV, of course, you know, it looked all right. Like, so, um, Digger, I think it's still up in the RT player. There's something, during the lockdown, there were a few pantos that were that went out on YouTube with no audiences. Oh my God, I, God bless them. I tried to support a few friends who were, who were doing them, but they were very flat. And I felt like I should be shouting at home just to join in because they were saying, what? He's what? And there's no one in the audience. It's be, behind, be, it's behind you, I think. Just a little, little to the left. Yeah, no. Oh God, can't you see he's already dead. What's that you said? I didn't say anything. And I, there I, are some things that don't work and a panto without an audience yeah. is certainly one of them. But yeah, you there, know there what? Shows you can bring You kids. can bring, if you have a child who is into theatre at 10 or 12 bring them to theatre if not into theatre don't bring them to theatre the point is there are options for everyone and nobody needs to have other people's kids forced again to be fair do you know what we're doing here we're, we're pointing the finger at the government to read the room and give better childcare to parents who do miss out on certain things you get you get to a certain stage you, get, you know what I've, I've been raising you for the last 27 years I wish you'd get your own leaving <laughs> gap would you like even not even children but like when they grow to being in college and, and beyond that and they can't afford to leave their that's home that's a whole so, other yeah. podcast that so is a whole other podcast we go there again what we're asking is for everyone to read the room parents and non-parents alike if you're having a chat with your yeah your adult friend at the end of the day don't assume that everybody else likes your children (laughs) even you yeah you know that thing about what they say about farts and all that and kids and no what do they say my Kids are like farts. You can only handle your own, or something like that. Isn't that I've that never handled a fart I've before in my life. Before, like that, yeah. I like it. No, That's, sorry. Yeah. Kids are like farts. You, you only like your own. No. Smell your own, kids. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. That's enough on kids. Read the room, kids. Oh, do you Read know what? Them, yeah. It's when you talk to, to, to men, even now, and you're too very modern. Lovely men, but it's so nice to talk about like childbirth or periods or women's <laughs> problems, and men just go, oh, I just feel so uncomfortable. Yeah, do they though? It's just, yeah, I, I think they do. I oh, could, so I could make you more uncomfortable if can you we, like. We talk about that as well. There's, I, I love that the shaming of restaurants and cafes that don't allow women breastfeed. And also, again, anybody who frowns upon a woman breastfeeding in a restaurant, I think there should be a new law. You could punch them in the throat. Yeah, that in th- oh in the yeah, throat. That is, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to complain. <laughs> Shut up, no. The only well, it's usually men who complain, and is you can yeah, and you think, what are you staring at them like that for? It's quite, on. it's quite a bizarre thing to complain about, isn't it? It's yeah. um, yeah, no, I mean, wow. Any complaints about that? That they should baby has room. to eat as well. Although it was funny, you know, um, your man Paul Stenson, who runs the White Moose Cafe, who kind of does that guerrilla marketing where he's always trying to shock people. He um, he brought in corkage for breastfeeding. <laughs> Obviously a joke, but he said if you're gonna, you know, bring in your own milk, That's, it's gonna be a five or head or whatever. But it was a joke. I hope it was a joke. But it was funny. It was very, very funny. Okay, wrap okay. Up that's the end well, of the show. That's it for this week. I'm going to pick up my son. He'll be wrecked, the poor guy. He's been learning about Charles Dickens all week. Oh, he's at a summer history camp? No, nope, he's been up cleaning chimneys all oh, day. Right. And once I've got my commission, he can go out and do the shopping for the week. Consider yourself <laughs> one of the family. <laughs> Anyways, if you like what you heard, please make sure to subscribe to the show. Tell your friends to check us out too. Hit the L five star button and give us a nice review. That'll help us get right up the chair. <laughs> Don't forget, we love hearing from you if it's nice oh, some yeah. of the time. So find me on Twitter at Maya Dunphy and find himself at Paddy C. Courtney. Mm-hmm. And this week, the C stands for? Chislers. Child free, maybe? 
Yes, instead of childless, <laughs> I've chosen to not have children. I am child free. Oh, Set yeah. me free. Except for those two in England. I don't talk about them. Read the Room is recorded, created and hosted by Paddy and Maya and produced by the team at Go Loud Studios. They'll be back next week, unless they're cancelled. Kids are like farts. See, doing, you're, you're right. They, you're doing, you're doing uh, your own thing in the parent thing as well. Can I just say as well? Kids are like farts. They might tear your perineum. No, oh, that's not. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake. Ooh, watch the two men in the room squirm. <laughs>